Welcome to the Align Journey podcast. My name is Courtney Badger. I am a women's freedom coach. I am a 3-5 emotional nanny gen, and I am here bringing this episode to you. It is a solo episode. Before we dive into the episode, I want to talk about ways that you can work with me and what is available right now. I am in launch mode for a course called Activate Your Magic. It is a 30-day course where you Step into your magic by showing up on social media as your authentic self. I know many of you who follow me have some of the same struggles, which for me has been for so long has been my body. And feeling like until I change my body, until I look different, I can't have what I want. I can't have the desires I want and I cannot make the money that I want to make. And so I have decided to create a course as I have stepped away from that and like believe that I can have what I want looking exactly how I look right now. And it doesn't matter your size or your weight. So activate your magic is all about stepping into your magic, regardless of what your body looks like and not letting your body hold you back from living the life of your dreams. That course is only $77 right now. So grab it. Well, it is amazing deal. It'll be 30 days of really stepping in and owning your magic. And I will link it below in the show notes. So welcome and let's get into the episode. We do have the live studio audience of Oreo. So if he barks, I'm sorry. I like to do things easy and I don't edit these. Um, That was something huge that held me back from creating my podcast was editing. And so I decided to put it out into the world without editing. And guess what? Magic still happens. People still listen. Breakthroughs and takeaways still happen. And so that's just permission. Like, you don't have to change your body for permission to happen, for takeaways to happen, for people's lives to be changed. But this episode is all about your body and money in your business. So this episode is called Your Body is Your Bank Account. And I really want to talk about it because our body is tied into so many things around our ability to receive, our ability to call in money. And it is not what your body looks like. It is your perception of your body in the world. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and she talked, she asked me a question. She said, do you, have you ever let your body hold you back from, hold you back from travel? The answer was no. I mean, there might be some like really active things that I want to do that I'm not physically in shape enough to do, but those are things, no matter my size, that I would probably have to work on and get better for. But in general, I have never let my body hold me back from going on a trip. I've never let my body decide whether I could travel or not. I never let my body change my identity around travel. I never let my body decide if the money was going to be available to me to travel. My body never entered my mind as a way to hold me back from my desires. And I remember this coaching conversation that I was having um, when I was in my first coaching program. And she said, why do you think that you can't be successful in your business? And I said, because until I lose weight, like I, I can't have what I want. And she said, says who? And I said, everyone, <laughs> society, my mom, um, my family. Like I just heard that message over and over. But for some reason I never applied that to travel never like travel was just well what what does my body have to do with travel I get to travel regardless of what my body looks like and my mom used to say to me all the time growing up you should just go get a job at McDonald's and I never wanted to work in food service and certainly not McDonald's and I would say 
no, mom, I do not want a job at McDonald's. And she'd say, what do you think? You're too good to work at McDonald's? And my response as a, you know, 17-year-old was, yeah, mom, I am way too good to work at McDonald's. And it was just this, like, I had to do what I want. I believe what I want. I don't care what you say, mom. Like, I'm going to choose my path. And somewhere along the way, going through college and starting diets, I lost that trust for myself. I lost that ability to believe that I could have what I want. I remember I started my first diet in college, which was Weight Watchers. Um, and I was around 170 pounds. So it was probably 30, 40 pounds heavier than I wanted to be, or probably honestly, like a healthy weight for my body. And I remember I lost like 20 pounds um, at Weight Watchers. And so I was pretty close to my goal weight and I was really excited and I felt really good. And then I remember I gained it all back. And the next time I went to Weight Watchers, I was 10 pounds heavier. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have more to lose now. I lose it all again. And then I gain it back plus more. And that just, that cycle has continued my whole life with diets. And that was really the beginning of really losing a lot of self-trust for myself, losing the ability for me to stick up for myself, for me to truly believe in myself. And the more self-trust I lost for myself when it came to my body, the more weight I gained. I was bullied in high school. And so it definitely like started then. But when I started dieting, that was when it just like really got cemented in. Um, And it was never like trying to get healthier. It was in order to be loved and accepted, I need to figure out how to get this weight off. And I can't. So I'm a failure. So I don't deserve to get what I want. And I know there are so many of you out there that regardless of your size, you feel exactly the same. You've, you know, yo-yoed with the same 10, 20 pounds. And it, for me, you know, it started out 10, 20, 30 pounds and got to the point where now I want to lose a hundred pounds. And my body has been a really, really hard place for me. It's been just such a hard subject because it's like, all this excess weight is just sitting on me. And I'm like, I know that it is not meant to be here. And so then we get stuck in this place of where we don't fully live our life. We don't show up as ourselves because we don't feel like ourselves. We don't feel good enough. We don't feel like we're meant to get what we want until we look a certain way. But the problem is enough will never be enough until you decide to love yourself regardless of what you look like. Um, last year I was making 20 K plus months and it didn't feel like enough. It didn't feel safe. I had no safety within my body and now I'm making substantially less. I've created a ton of safety in my body and I feel way more safe now making less money than when I was making 20K months. Of course, I want to bring those 20K months back, but until you have created safety in your body and expanded that capacity to receive, enough will never be enough. And so like really understanding That creating that safety within your body, creating that anchor within your body, creating that that magnetism and that gratitude and really loving yourself is the first place that you have to start to start bringing that money in. So when it comes to travel, I've never um, let my body hold me back. 
I've always been in this place of an identity of I'm a world traveler. I have been able to create this magnetism around travel. I was talking to a friend last night and I was like, I've been on a bunch of trips this year and I haven't paid for, I've only paid for one plane ticket. My one plane ticket I paid for was to Greece, but I did not pay for my plane ticket to New Orleans. I didn't pay for my plane ticket to Sedona. I did not pay for my plane ticket to Tulum, paid for my plane ticket to Greece. And I'm going to Salt Lake City later this year. Um, in December to go skiing and not paying for that plane ticket, like opportunities with travel are just like abundant. They're easy. They open up to me. But again, I have this like full trust that I will always work out this full knowing inside every core of my being that things will work out for me. And I've started to feel them even more as I've allowed myself to the access of the feelings deep in my body. And for so long, I had shut off my feelings and I was very much living from my neck up. I was so disconnected from my body. And it's been almost a year now since I've started my like very intentional journey of being very connected to my body. And the more connected you are to your body, the more you are able to grow and expand your capacity to not only bring in money, but to feel like what you're creating is enough. Because we can receive, 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 receive. And it won't feel like enough until we have created that level of safety and knowing within us saying, oh, this is enough. I've received enough. I am fully worthy of all I'm receiving. Wow, look at the magic that I'm creating in the world. Look at all the women that I'm helping. Look at all the lives that I'm changing. Look at how everything is shifting. We can't even see what we're shifting when we are so focused on our bodies. When you are so in your own head, when you're so focused on yourself, how can you even see what's going on in the world? In improv, I've been taking improv classes for about six months now. I think I've talked about it on here. I'm actually not sure. Um, I was at an improv workshop and she was talking about how, because in improv, you're responding to your partner. Like you can't be in your head. You can't think ahead because you have to listen incredibly intently to what people are saying so you can respond in the moment to what they're saying. So improv has really taught me to get out of my head because we often do not actively listen because we're pre-planning a response before the words even leave someone's mouth. And if you do that in improv scene, you can see that, you can feel it. Like it doesn't feel as genuine because you're not responding to them, you're responding to what's going on in your head. And so she talked about how when you are listening intently and you are responding to your partner, you don't have time to be in your ego. You don't have time to be self-conscious and you don't have time to be in your head. And this is just such a life lesson for our business. We are so focused on me, 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 my body, my body, my body. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Instead of focusing on the person that you're serving, the person that you're helping, the lives that you're changing, when you're so focused on your client, you don't have time for your ego to be making the decisions. You don't have time for your ego to be in the driver's seat unless you take the focus off who you're helping, unless you 
take the focus off serving, unless you take the focus off showing up, unless you take the focus off responding to what your clients need, that's when we get in our head. That's when we say, are we good enough? Can we help people? Can I change lives? And people can feel that energy shift when it is about you versus about them. And as long as you are letting your body get in the way of your bank account and your business, then you are showing people, I need you to be my client so I can prove my body is enough. But when you shift your energy to the story being about them, your ego gets out of the way and they can feel the power and the energy, the belief that it is no longer about you. But you also have to be confident in what you can do. You have to know, I can help people. I can serve people this product or my coaching course, or my one-on-one services, whatever it is, you have to have this strong belief in yourself. I can change lives. I can shift what people need, what people do, how people show up. I can change the world. And if you don't have that belief in yourself, you can talk and talk and talk and talk, and you're just going to get frustrated and things are not going to go anywhere. When you are stuck in diet culture, you are taught to ask ask yourself all the time, what is wrong with me? And this is the question that has plagued me for so long, watching other people get results in their business and I'm not getting results. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I know I'm a really good coach and I'm not getting results. Like, what is wrong with me? You want to know what's wrong with me? The belief that something is wrong with me. And so I want you to ask yourself in inventory, how often do you ask yourself what's wrong with me? How often are you questioning it's me? And could it be it's your belief in you? So maybe you're a newer coach and you haven't had a client before. And there's this message out there that makes me very angry, which is charge your worth or you have certifications now. You can charge a lot of money. No, no. When you are a brand new coach, you're kind of a shitty coach. And I say this so lovingly, but think about when you first graduated college, if you went to college or got your first job, just because you went to college and got educated or went to high school and got educated, didn't mean you were automatically an amazing worker. Like you weren't amazing at your job right out of the gate. And so when you are trying to charge a price that feels incongruent with what your body feels like it has the capacity to hold along with your skill set and what you can bring to the table, there is a mismatch and you are not able to show up powerfully. You're not able to show up in this belief that you can change lives. You're not able to show up in a place where you know that you can help people change their, change their world. And so you need to ask yourself how How much practice do I need as a coach? How much practice do I already have? Do my business values and my ability to be a coach line up? Do I know how to create transformation for people? Do I know how to show up? Do I know how to actively listen? Do I know how to reflect back to people? Are you more of a coach? Are you more of a teacher? Are you more of an influencer? Are you more of a consultant? Like really asking yourself, like, what are you in your business? How are you showing up and how good are you at it? Because if you are brand new, you're not that good. And if you are charging the same prices as someone who's been in the game for a long time, like 
No, you got to make some reality shifts. Like I have been a coach for three years now. And what I can charge is going to be different than someone who just got their coaching certification. And someone who's been a coach for seven years is going to charge a lot more money than I am charging. And not saying that we can't raise our prices at different times and have different standards. This industry is unregulated. And so the beauty is you can charge whatever you want. But if you are charging thousand dollars a month two thousand dollars a month three thousand dollars a month and you have zero clients like ask yourself do you believe that you can make that amount of money and have you reconciled the relationship in your body to expand to receive that capacity of money how much do you believe in your own power to change clients' lives, to show up consistently. If you are hiding from social media, if you are not selling every day, if you are not showing up consistently, there is a lack of belief in your power and your ability to shift and change. I believe that once you have a strong enough brand awareness and people really know about you, you don't have to show up consistently and every day. But in the beginning, when you are building that relationship with consistency, when you are building that relationship of the belief inside of you, when you are building that relationship with your ability to make that shift and change, you need to be showing up every day. And part of it is so many of you, your voices have been stifled for years and years and years. And so you're trying to tell yourself, I don't know what to say. I have a feeling once you heal your relationship with your body, you have a hell of a lot of things to say that are buried down in there, but you don't have the trust in yourself to say them. You don't accept yourself. You're afraid that people will think you're too much. You have a fear of success. What if someone signs up? Can I create transformation for them? Can I help them? Can I shift them? Do I even know what to do? How many people even know that you're a coach? Yeah, maybe your friends and family know you're a coach, but are they even your target audience? How are you creating community? How are you showing up? How are you giving value? How are you telling people that you have something for sale? And what are you creating in value beyond just a sales pitch every day? Like what is your free offer that you're telling people to show them that you have value, to get them in the door, to follow you, to want to be part of your community? Since I have started showing up on my Instagram every single day, it has started growing so much quicker. For so long, I was so sporadic and consistency felt so forced and it just felt so exhausting because I didn't know what to say. Everything felt forced and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I have to say to people. And it was because I was trying to do the hard thing, honestly. Like when I would do any post about my body, they shit would blow up. But I would be like, oh, I just, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to talk about. I don't want to talk about my body. And I realized my body is just the conduit to me talking about um showing up authentic authentically, showing up as myself, showing up as feeling powerful, showing up regardless of my body. And so while my body is the conduit and the homeowner for my meat suit, the more that I feel comfortable in it, the more I'm willing to take care of it. And so we're often trying to do the chicken before the egg. We are trying to get our body to fit the idea of what we want it to look like before we're willing to lovingly take care of it. 
And so how would you show up differently if you were like loving your temple and loving your meat suit and loving the bank account? Like your body is essentially your bank account. You are your brand. You are, you have to show up as your authentic self. And so are you taking care of your body? What steps are you doing? Does discipline come from this place of love and I want to cherish you and make you feel better? Or does it come from this place of force or I have to do it? Do you let things hold you back because of your body? Are you willing to put yourself in a bikini regardless of what size you are? Are you willing to go on vacation without losing those 10 pounds? Are you willing to do the things that you love? Are you willing to show your entire body on social media? Are you willing to show up regardless of what you look like? Are you willing to go to the gym in a sports bra? Because it doesn't matter what size you are or what you look like. And I don't, I think that there has been like this big shift in the media with healthy every size. And I don't necessarily agree with that because I know that like right now at my current weight, I'm not the healthiest I could be. Like I could be healthier for sure, but I have to get to this place where I'm fixing my health issues from this very loving place. Shaming myself into health, shaming yourself into weight loss is not going to help. And so how can you start loving yourself right now? So no matter what size you are, no matter what is going on, no matter what weight you're holding on to, your body is enough right now because your body is directly correlated to your bank account. But you can't start loving on your body and fix it just because you want to make money. But if you don't feel safe in your body, if you don't feel connected to your body, if you can't feel your emotions, I know for me as a child, I was taught emotions were bad. I remember if I would cry, my dad would say, well, do you want me to give you something really to cry about if you don't stop crying? Um, I would get sent to my room a lot. I would be locked in my, I would be grounded in my room sometimes for up to two weeks or a month where I wasn't allowed to come out. And then I was also bullied at school and I'm an extrovert and I would have to spend so much time alone. And that was really hard for me. And so I slowly just started to gain a little bit of weight here and there. Um, but it was interesting because I found some pictures of me from high school and I really wasn't a heavy girl, but I was told that I was overweight and I needed to lose weight. And maybe I was like five or 10 pounds overweight. Um, and I really could have had some like nat natural weight adjustment if I had not been told my identity was you will struggle with your weight your whole life. You will always be overweight. Weight will be an issue for you. Weight will be an issue for everyone in the family. My brother, who was always incredibly thin, now struggles with his weight. And it was just this identity that was imposed on us as kids and our family. Like, everyone in this family is unhealthy. Nobody knows how to take care of themselves. And it just became such a root core identity part of me when I was never even, like, me and my brother were not overweight children. Like, we heard thin kid we were small kids like we didn't have childhood obesity and I know for me like I've really said oh well like my else is so much harder when you have childhood obesity y'all I did not have childhood obesity but I was convinced that I was an obese child and I was looking at these pictures from high school and I'm like what was this perception like I have a picture of me next to friends and like we're not that different looking like, and so it's just this really crazy realization that like other people were projecting their perceptions on me and have helped me create this reality. And so 
there's something freeing about it though. Cause I'm like, Oh, well I can create a totally new reality for myself. I was a thin child. Guess what? I can be a healthy thin adult. Um, I wasn't probably the healthiest child cause I just had a lot of emotional baggage with being bullied and not having a great relationship with my parents. And I know they did the best they could. Um, and that's all we can ask them to do. Right. But it was still hard as a child to feel isolated and feel alone. And food was the thing I turned to. And my feelings and emotions were so big. I'm a cancer. I'm also an emotional authority in human design. And I did not know how to handle my feelings and emotions, like just so, so big. And so I shut them off. And this last year, I've really been exploring, like getting in touch with my feelings and my emotions again. And I mean, the two things that feedback I've gotten in improv is to expand my emotional range, which I've been trying to do and trust myself more, which are two things that I've been working on doing in my business. And the more that I do them, the more that things shift. And I see that I have that in travel. Like I have a bigger emotional range around travel and I have the ability to fully trust myself around travel. And that is an area and a part of my life that is so beautiful and magical and always works out. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you got some helpful tips and takeaways. I would love for you to share this episode, share your tips and takeaways and tag me on Instagram as always the wondering manifester. Also, please rate this podcast so it can get in the hands of more ladies as I want you to be able to show up regardless of how you feel about your body because we need our bodies to live but we treat it so badly and then we wonder why we cannot connect to our desires because our desires are all about an emotion and a feeling which guess what ladies they come from your body so again I would love to see you in activate your magic where we will be showing up daily and creating that beautiful relationship with discipline and consistency and showing up regardless of what you look like, what your body's like, and reconnecting with your magic, figuring out what kind of magic you bring to the world to start creating that magical discipline in your business where people are just magnetized and drawn to you. So uh, the link for that will also be in the show notes. I love you guys. Let me know if you need anything. And as always, follow me and hang out with me on the gram.